0: This is a 980 CKNW podcast. Well, maybe you're planning on going to some of the Canada Day festivities today, whether you're going downtown Vancouver or some of the other uh, communities. Maybe you'd like to take an Uber or a Lyft or some other ride share there so you could enjoy yourself and not really worry about how to get home. Well, too bad you can't because we still don't have ride sharing or ride hailing in this province. When will we have it? It's still anyone's guess, although we are told to wait for the fall legislative sitting and there will be more information released at that point. Well, members of the ride-sharing now for BC Coalition would like to see it sooner rather than later. And they made a renewed call for ride-sharing in BC. Uh, Ian Tostenson speaks uh, for ride-sharing for BC Now. He's also the CEO of the BC Restaurant and Food Services Association and joins us on the line. Ian, thanks so much for being with
1: us. Oh, thanks, Joel. Thanks for shining light. Again on this on this uh, frustrating topic,
0: Uh, and frustration seemed to be the theme at the news conference where you were, and we heard from other business owners, uh, the Surrey Board of Trade, Harbour Air, uh, other businesses, one after another, stood at the microphone calling for this. Uh, Where does it stand as far as do you have any other information other than wait for the fall, and we'll have an announcement on where this might go in BC?
1: That's pretty much what we've uh, we've heard all along: is wait for the fall. The premier said. Uh, boy, I might need a couple more months. The liberals were going to bring it in uh, during December if they had got reelected. So all these promises, and I think the the coalition is a little frustrated, well, more than frustrated, because we represent. we have Another way of looking at this is about a million people that work for those businesses in the coalition that really want ride sharing for various economic reasons that will benefit the economy. And I think the other issue that I think that was really gets hung up on is that. Um, the Premier really believes this may hurt the taxi industry, and I just was doing some research this weekend, and in uh, uh, we looked at uh, a couple places like Brampton, Toronto, Calgary, and Niagara all have ride-sharing now with uh, Lyft and Uber, and they've had no effect on the taxi industry at all. In fact, um, in Brampton, uh, transit is up 18%, and so is our taxi rides. So What we see is, as uh, other markets that have ride sharing doesn't seem to have an effect. There is a level of playing field, leveling of the playing field, that needs to occur in BC. But as I said on. Thursday. I think if we had Lyft and Uber and the taxi guys in the uh, in the same room, we could probably sort this out in a couple of hours. It's not that complicated. It really isn't.
0: <laughs> no, it doesn't seem to be. I'd also like to find the person, other than perhaps the taxi lobby, which is a powerful lobby. Yes. To find the person who is opposed to this, because I have yet to meet anybody who thinks it's a bad idea.
1: Well, I know, and it's funny because you know I take some some bullets over this um, because, but the people that, that will attack me or us, are people that have got some variable ties to the ta- tax industry. And as we said on Thursday, this is not against the tax industry. We, 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 you know, this is to work with the tax industry. We saw in Nashville, uh, i used use an example on Thursday, where when ride-sharing came into Nashville, it actually made the tax industry more competitive, and the cars got got better, and there's still a very vibrant tax industry. So for some reason, someone has this idea that this is going to take over the tax industry. There's no way it's going to happen. And I think we'll see a better tax industry, and we'll see a tax industry that's that's able to compete more and actually be able to, you know, take rides from other municipalities and et cetera, et cetera. So I, I'm with you, Jill. I don't know any, anybody. My neighbor's laughing at me going, yeah, nice try. When is this going to happen? It's not up to me. But I think uh, ridesharingnow.com is the best place for all your listeners to go, ridesharingnow.com register their email, and that email will send a letter to their MLA. And I think the more the MLAs hear about this, I think they're going to get the point that we got to do something.
0: Does it need to be, do you think, because even though they will say again and again that it's not political, it's because we have public insurance and we need to have this made-in-B.C. model, which I don't buy. Does no. it need to be, you think, because it was an all-party committee that looked at this, uh, if you're so afraid of political backlash and losing votes, then why not bring the Liberals and the NDP, the Greens, bring everybody out and have it an all-party Announcement that yes, we are going forward than this, and then everybody—if there is a hit from the taxi lobby—everyone takes it.
1: That makes complete sense because we seem to feel, or we feel that maybe four seats in Surrey may have swung over this issue in favor of the NDP. It's—it was you know the taxi lobby was that strong over it, and I think you're right. Uh, You know I know that, um, and and no one wants to go really bold against. Even the Liberals are sort of yeah, well whatever. I mean, the only guy who has been really strong about this is, is uh, the Green Party um, uh, leader, and um, Andrew Weaver. And I think you're right. He needs, if he's going to step up and be a leader here. He should get the other two sides on board and say, we're going to bring this in. he keeps saying it is going to come in, but he hasn't got the power to do that. So I, I agree. If they're going to take a hit, they should all take the collective hit. But, you know, what we'll see here is the it's res- <laughs> I mean, there's more important things in life, right? We mm-hmm. will see the resumption of normality, I'm sure, once we get ride-sharing in place it's going to solve a whole bunch of issues with affordability and able to move around Metro Vancouver. And you know, you saw um, the, you know, some of the people that spoke on Thursday from uh, Ride Sharing Now. And you know what? I This is really interesting. At the end of that press conference on Thursday, a uh, uh, security guard came to me and I thought I was in trouble. and He's <laughs> going, "Did you just try to stop you know Uber and Lyft?" I said, "No, no, no. We're trying to support it." And he goes, "I've got forty thousand people that want to get involved and help you." And I said, "Well, who are they?" And he said. It's the uh, B.C. Epileptic Society, so there's 40,000 people who have epilepsy in British Columbia that can't drive, and he said this is the kind of stuff that we need to have ride-sharing because those are t- the kind of services that the taxis can't quite fulfill, and that's, then I sort of thought, boy, and so many other, other bodies of people throughout British Columbia could really benefit from this, so... I think we just have to keep the spotlight on it. I mean, you do a great job of talking about it. And I think the more the government knows this is not going to go away, they're going to have to deal with it. And we hope that it's going to be dealt with in the fall.
0: And a couple of points that were raised, and they've been raised before as well, and the security guard makes a great one. But it's also about public safety, and it's about people in the middle of the night waiting for a cab or stranded somewhere not able to get home.
1: I think yeah, I think you're right, and I think that some people don't understand. If you haven't used Uber or Lyft services, the two major companies, most people don't realize that it's app driven, and so you order your uh, vehicle on an app. You get to see your driver's Jill. Jill has a rating from all her drives she's done out of five, and everybody knows where you are in that car at all times with Jill. It's I mean it's very safe environment. And you get to rate Joel, after the ride. So it's a very, um, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of tension on the system to make sure that there is integrity in it. But then you hear people who go, oh, yeah, you hear about the Uber driver in Florida. Well, yeah, there's been taxi drivers too. So come on, those are just ridiculous arguments. I think ride sharing, I've used it a lot in the States, and I, I know you have, is really safe. And I, think it's, um, and I think that when people make these arguments here about safety, they don't understand they never used it, and they've never they 've never downloaded the app because there's no reason to n b c until we get it right, But when they use it, I think they 'll see that these arguments about you know uh it's not safe are ridiculous, and that you're right when you have people standing on the streets at three o'clock or four o'clock, especially hospitality workers that can 't get home and the compelling discussion we had on Thursday about the downtown the Gramble district um yeah it's it's absolutely needed and Broadway, Broadway in Nashville, they have thousands of people every night, and they move them out of there really fast because of, of ride-sharing. They have a, an area you can go, you can get your Lyft or your Uber, and away you go, and they have no issues whatsoever. So isn't it kind of sad, Joel, that we just can't kind of get through this in, in one of the most modern, diverse, growing economies in all North America? right here in British Columbia.
0: It does uh, tend to be a bit embarrassing at times, uh, for sure. I know. Uh, Ian, I know. great to talk to you again. Uh, the website, ridesharingnow.com? Yep. All right. Great to have you on the show. Thank you so much. Happy Canada Day.
1: Yeah, you too, Jill. Thanks so much.
0: That is uh, Ian Tostenson on the line with us uh, with the BC... Um, Restaurant and Food Services Association, also a spokesperson with Ridesharing for BC Now. And again, if you want to check out that website, it is ridesharingnow.com. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune In, Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.